Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Transport Minister Humza Youssef has launched Scotland's first accessible transport framework. The 10-year blueprint tackles priority issues to improve the accessibility of Scotland's transport system for disabled travellers and will also ensure work carried out by transport operators to improve access is supported. And joining me now is the Minister. Youssef, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So this is a first. So has this been a long time in the making? Yes, it has been, I'm afraid, as the Minister. I can't take full credit in this latest for it. My predecessors began the work, but more importantly and more crucial than that, this really came from those with a disability who told us that the transport network in Scotland just did not work for them, did not serve them, and still had a variety of problems, challenges and difficulties. So we started this work a number of years ago, two years ago, and I'm pleased that last week I was able to, to launch the Accessible Travel Framework, a framework that has been designed by those with a disability for those with a disability. So great to hear that, that people with well varying disabilities really have been consulted in this and, and will work all the way through now with operators and the government. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there was a key message and a key theme that kept coming across uh, all the working I noticed in reports and minutes of meetings, and that was there should be nothing about us without us. And I thought that was a very strong message. So, yes, working with those with a disability throughout the entire process was important, was extremely vital. And as you rightly say, when it comes to monitoring the progress of what we're achieving, because there's no point having a framework that is just a piece of paper. We have to monitor the progress that will also be done by those with a disability working hand in glove with the government. And the Scottish Government does have a good record when it comes to supporting with disabilities, when it comes to things like public transport, although not perfect at the moment, there is a good track record there already. I would like to think so. I absolutely essentially agree with your point that we're not at the optimum position by any stretch of the imagination. I have to confess, when we did the launch of the Accessible Travel Framework, I was shocked at some of the stories that we were hearing from the first-hand testimonies that we received that day. You know, people you know, missing job interviews, not being able to see relatives, some people you know, missing funerals, actually, because the transport network just wasn't doing some of the most basic things that it should be to assist those with a disability. And I couldn't believe that that kind of thing still happened in 2016 in a modern, sophisticated country like Scotland. So, yes, great improvements, and we should applaud those who've been involved in that. But I would say a heck of a long way still to go. So as a blind traveller myself, you know, I I benefit from the Scotland-wide travel card, which allows me free travel. I can take someone with me to to help guide, etc., at a reduced rate. We've got talking trains, staff are getting better at our main stations. So this framework really bolstering and building on that now? Yes, absolutely. And you've highlighted some of the good stuff that's going on. But it was interesting, I mentioned to one traveller that had a visual impairment, I mentioned the fact that buses now have the kind of low accessible flooring, which, which, which helps. He said, well, that's all good and well, but if I can't get to the bus stop because you know my, my path is littered on the pavement or cars are parking up in pavements and therefore narrowing my ability to, to get to the bus stop in the first place and that's a difficulty. So you know, I've got to think beyond just the infrastructure at the you know, at train stations, on trains, 
and how do we make sure that you know we're going further than that? And uh, no, definitely made some advances. I would say buses done extremely well in that sense. I would say trains are definitely getting better. I think we've got a lot of work to do on our ferry infrastructure. I have to confess, I've been on a number of ferries this summer. I don't think they're at the standard that they should be at. The travel framework looks to pull all these different modes of transport together and say how can we make these improvements in a 10-year period. Well, it also looks beyond the actual you know, transport machinery itself, like buses and trains, say, looking at accessibility for stations or, or even online access, just mm. getting information that's accessible. Yes, absolutely. As part of that, I launched what was known as the Accessible Travel Hub. It can be found at accessibletravel.scot for those that are interested. pulls in all that uh, work together, but I think you're absolutely right. Communication was one thing that came in strongly from all the participants, some with a visual impairment, some with a physical disability, others with their medical conditions that gave them that disability. They all said communication had to be better. You know, they had to be in an accessible format and that they shouldn't be disadvantaged because of the lack of communication. And again, people missing vital, important events in their life because that communication wasn't there. If they had that communication in an accessible format, uh, they could have planned their journey in a different way. So yes, communication, I think, absolutely vital. Now, the government obviously has a, an understanding here and, and a clear view of what has to be done. What about the transport operators, the, the bodies themselves? Are they really on board with this? I think it's a great question. The government can't do this work on its own. We can produce accessible travel frameworks. We can produce the documents. We can do all the working beforehand and behind the scenes, but we need the transport operators from ScotRail to CalMac to the various bus operators, First Bus, McGill and Stagecoach and all the rest, to come on board. And some are doing it better, but what I really like is that there is a collaborative approach and a collaborative effort to doing this. Uh, for example, when I launched the framework, I launched at Lothian Buses Main Depot, and they had invited a number of transport operators there, and they talked about working collaboratively within their own sector, but also across the modes of transport as well. Because, look, let's face it, most people, when they travel, they take more than one type of transport. You know, they might take their car to get them to the subway, take the subway to get them to the train station, train station, once they're off that train station, maybe a bus to work. So people use the various modes of transport, and so getting transport across the different modes to work together is integral. But I have to say I'm heartened by the enthusiasm of the operators and the transport operators. Let's see if it continues. I'm sure it will over the lifetime of this framework. On that continuing theme then, um, this will have to be reviewed and monitored. How will that be done? Yes, it'll be reviewed and monitored on a regular basis. And again, we have a working group that is looking to do that. They're the ones who help develop the framework in the the first place. But we also have an accessibility committee that reports directly to me as as a minister. And we've just made some new appointees to that. And again, it covers a range of people with a range of disabilities, including those with a visual impairment, as well as physical disabilities and, and, and other such things. So the monitoring will be robust. Report directly to me, and I'll keep a personal eye on that, I believe, as a minister. Although I can't keep an eye on every single thing and, and keep my fingers in, in all the pies and such, uh, this is an agenda that is too important not to pay attention to. So I'll be taking a personal look at uh, how the progress of this framework, well, how the progress goes in the years to come. Now, just finally, Minister, if people would like to learn more about the work that's being done, is there somewhere they can get more information? Yes, I would encourage everybody to get themselves to Accessible Travel, www.accessibletravel, all one word, dot Scott, I think we've got a bit of work to do to make sure that, again, the uh, information that we've put out there is uh, fully accessible. And so if anybody ever has any inquiries, more so any advice, 
how we can make that information, make sure that it's out there in a better format, in a more accessible format, then please don't hesitate to ever get in touch with me. I can be emailed at any time at uh, transportminister, all one word, at gov.scot. Well, it's certainly something we hope to continue to follow here on RNIB Connect Radio, but for the moment, uh, thank you for joining us and uh, good luck with the new framework. Thank you very much and thanks for the invitation. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.